Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of, in case you missed it, episode 39 for those who are keeping count for whatever reason. My name is James and this show is brought to you, as always, from the Insider Network. Um, find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Go and search, follow, like, whatever on there. Keep up to date with film news via that way. Um, sometimes I'm joined by someone, sometimes I'm not. It's been another week where I'm not joined by anyone just because schedules don't work out um i tend to work quite a lot of the evenings when tommy is free um so that's just why he's not always on um but we would try and make it work um but always go and tweet at him at mr dc green if you want to know his opinion on any story um you might be listening to this on youtube spotify stitcher Apple podcasts or on all those things be sure to subscribe go have a listen on there um and like stuff with particularly on youtube we've got some stuff that's only youtube content only and um we've got some stuff coming down the pipeline um i know we keep teasing it but there's definitely stuff on the way um i know tommy's been working on some stuff that's just a little tease or something that we might be having coming soon hopefully um and some other stuff 2020 is really going to be a big year for insider network as we try and push and do some more stuff um let's jump into the this week's show and as always start with trailers the first one being for fantasy island a new horror film that's coming out in 2020 starring lucy hale and michael pena um there isn't too much to talk about with this trailer you the whole trailer kind of sells you on this premise which is about a group of people who go to this island and their fantasies come true but it's like a dark twist on that and it looks really interesting. I really like the concept of it. I like to watch horrors really where this original content is being made and um, some great directors have obviously come from horror backgrounds and I think it's a really clever way to make a name for yourself. Um, I don't know, there's something about this trailer that the premise really works for me but the trailer itself kind of doesn't. Um, whether it's the cast of people who you tend to obviously get smaller actors in horror films um and i think it it, it sometimes does suffer that especially with lucy hair when i think of truth or dare which was the last film i saw her in which is awful um it kind of does put a little red flag against it for me but um and the premise is really what sells me on this um like i said there's not too much to talk about it looks really interesting um, and I think if it if it works, then I think it could do well. Um, so that's a yes for me for this one. Um, the next trailers we've actually got quite a few trailers for children's films. Um, so the first one we got was the new trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. Obviously, the redesign now after everything that went on and the fan backlash after the last trailer, which um, people hated. Um, and now we've got this more uh l- more cartoon look that we're used to seeing Sonic look like um and I think that really works um and uh obviously we've got I think it's a Valentine's Day release date for this film so we've got still got a little bit um to go before this film is actually finished um and but this trailer itself didn't really work for me I didn't laugh at all um which for children, obviously it's for children, but you want to get the adult audience invested in well, and that's how children's films do well if the, the whole family enjoys it. Um, 
That's something Pixar does extremely well, and why Pixar is such a success. Um, I'm I'm interested to see this film purely because of everything that's gone on with it. Um, more than I am to see a Sonic the Hedgehog film, um, specifically. Um, so I'm gonna give it a tentative yes, but I don't know whether that's because of the trailer. For the trailer itself, no, not really. Um, didn't sell me at all. Um, the next trailer we got was for Scoob, a Scooby-Doo origin story. I know Scooby-Doo very well, as most people do. Grew up on it um, and watched quite a lot of it. Um, this one, seeing how you see how Shaggy and Scooby met um, and how Scooby got his name, um, and how the then how the mystery uh, team met and uh, Fred, Velma, Daphne, all of them meet up. Um, and another animated film for kids and I think this one works a little bit more for me I think there's a little bit more heart in this trailer I think um, it's not something we've seen before necessarily with Scooby-Doo um, obviously it looks like there's going to be the uh, first adventure where they all meet and what them solving that mystery and then um them in the future doing another mystery so it looks like they're sort of going to cross over or something along those sort of lines um it like i said with the last show it's got to work for everyone and i think this one more than sonic and the next one i think worked better so i'm going to give it a yes um but it's still not a strong yes i think there's still a way to go for this film before i get get anywhere near excited for it um, the next trailer we got was the, the third Spongebob movie, Sponge on the Run, um, and it just looks like Spongebob, again, kind of looking at an origin story similar to Scooby of how Gary and, um, Spongebob met, um, and then Gary goes missing and they're obviously trying to find him, and they run into Keanu Reeves, who's playing Sage, or... I don't know, that's weird, um, I don't know, this is probably the weakest out of them, but it's, it's Spongebob, you know exactly what you're getting in, it's just gonna be a long episode like the other two films were, um, and the Out of Water again, which was the whole premise of the last film, now I think about it, um, yeah, there's not too much to say about any of these particular trailers, not doing an oval a lot particularly i think this is spongebob trailer is the weakest so i'm going to give it a no uh, but a real mixed bag of trailers particularly um as they're all most of them are children's trailers anyway um let's look at the headlines not too many headlines this week so this probably is a shorter episode of in case you missed it um disney plus dominated the headlines this week with episodes of the mandalorian launching um and the service obviously launching itself on Tuesday. Um, they've already got 10 million users within the first 24 hours. And that being just America um, and Holland and Canada, I think it is, that have it at the moment. I believe Australia get it this week. Um, the UK and quite a few other countries in Europe have to wait until March. Um, so... I imagine The Mandalorian will quickly become the most pirated TV show of all time. I don't think there's anything Disney can particularly do about that, other than it makes you wonder why they didn't delay the release of The Mandalorian 
perhaps until the whole they had licensing agreements of the whole world because um, that's what the problem is um but there's such a huge thing i think it's sort of i don't think they expected it to be that big that quickly um it seems that most of i think it said 90% of people were watching the mandalorian um but that's the where it will get interesting once the Mandalorian has finished. The Mandalorian has been doing really well with great reviews, so I think that will keep people invested for the eight episodes that it's there for. But then it comes to January, and we'll see what's next and if Disney Plus has enough content to keep people invested. And I'm sure people would. People seem to be finding lots of different stuff in their childhood or stuff they didn't know about when just watching it. I think that's where Disney Plus really works. Especially when you compare it to something like Apple TV Plus, which I think I spoke about last week. It just doesn't have anything on there for anyone to connect to. There's no characters, there's no franchise that it's just an Apple TV Plus. Um, the Speaking of streaming services, the Netflix now obviously has its film Dynamite Is My Name out at the moment. Um, starring Eddie Murphy. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard really good things. Um, but that's been doing well, and Eddie Murphy's obviously had a good time working with Netflix, and he, Netflix have signed up to make a Beverly Hills Cop 4 with Eddie Murphy. Um, obviously in the vein of sequels and remakes and everything going on, very bad boys sort of thing. Um, makes sense. I'm not overly surprised. I think Netflix is a good place for this film. I don't think it necessarily do well with the box office, but I think it makes a lot of sense for this film to go to Netflix. Um, and yeah, there's not too much to talk about with that. Um, Mark Wahlberg joins the Uncharted movie. He's been attached to an Uncharted movie for quite a while, um, where he was originally going to be the lead character, uh, Nathan Drake, um, for a long time. Um, uh, but then the film's kind of changed and Tom Holland's been brought on board to fill that role. Obviously going to be a younger Nathan Drake. Um, Mark Wahlberg's going to play Sully, which is a really, really odd choice, I think. Um, and doesn't make any sense. Um, having not played much of Uncharted, I think it um, is just a really, really odd choice. And But this film has got, I think it comes out next year. Um, and next December, I believe. Um, I might be wrong with that, but um, I'm. I think the film itself will be interesting. I th I don't. I'm more. I think there is definitely a market for this sort of thing. Obviously, this uh, Tomb Raidery, uh, Indiana Jones sort of vibe to it, and I I think that works. And I'm interested to see more adventure films, and that's more what I'm interested in. Um, so I am excited for this film. Um, but Mark Wahlberg is really odd casting for a guy. He was way older than, unless I don't. I don't know if it was confirmed. If it was Sully, I know someone was saying maybe he's playing his brother. I, I really don't know. I don't know enough about Uncharted to particularly comment. Um, the next uh, headline this week was that Black Adam finally gets a release date. The Rock takes to Instagram and everywhere else to share some art of the character. We get a 2021 uh, release date in December. So it'll be going up against Avatar um, around that sort of time. Uh, and it's difficult to not see it do... I, th I think it'll do well, you think of Shazam, um, which did well, particularly with audiences and critics, did very well. Um, 
this film's been coming for a long, long time, and it's finally going to come in 2021 <laughs> um, with a release date um, against Avatar. I think Avatar probably will come out on top. Even I think the same film will do well, but to not be Avatar, to be Avatar is uh, even is such a high task, and for obviously both of these films have been. Avatar 2 and Black Adam have been in the works for a long time, but Avatar, I think, has a little bit more um, of an audience behind it, a little bit more of an anticipation behind it than uh, a Black Adam film does. Whether I, th I think a lot of people just don't know what Black Adam even is. Um, so he's very closely tied to Shazam being the first person that the, 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 the Shazam gives the powers to. Um, so I'm very interested to see it, and I, I like the character. Um, DC obviously trying to plant their flag in uh, December as well. They obviously had success with it with Aquaman, making the most of Star Wars not being there for the time being. Um, so it makes sense to me. Um, the last bit of news: um, the Snyder cut is still going round on Twitter constantly. Warner Brothers, everything they do, they get. The hashtag release the Snyder Cut constantly, constantly, and must be driving them insane. Um, this week, Cal Gadot, Ben Affleck all jumped on board the train, um, retweet, posting on Instagram, posting on Twitter, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Um, I think it will eventually come. Uh, Water Brothers has said it's not coming anytime soon, or they haven't confirmed that, but it wouldn't be anytime soon. I imagine it'll be a streaming service type thing. I think that'd make a lot of sense. And something that would really get audiences to get HBO Max, um, which is what it would be on. Um, I don't know what the rest of the world equivalent of that is going to be. Um, so I'm interested to see where it's going. I think it will come. There's so, when you get the actors behind the film invested in and pushing for this it means as much as Snyder's been pushing for it himself and the fans want it which I also do I think um, obviously it's been the Snyder Cut of Justice League I think I really like um, his man I like Man of Steel a lot I don't like Batman of Superman but I appreciate the style and I really like the world that he's put in more than anything um and I think Justice League was just such a tonal mess. And I think just to see what it could have been like, I think would be really, really interesting. And I think it would prove a big success for WB Warner Brothers to get this out. And I don't know why they haven't yet greenlit it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's only a matter of time before we hear confirmation that this will come out. Um, it really can't be too far away. Uh, let's look up this weekend, last weekend's box office. Um, as I said, this is a shorter episode, so we've already at box office. Um, number five was last Christmas. Debut, or no, dropping from fourth place, uh, 6.7 million. Playing with Fire, dropping from third place um, to fourth place with 8.55 million. Um, Charlie's Angel Dane. Debuting at number one uh, in its first weekend at number three with 8.6 million. A big flop there. Um, I just don't think people care enough. I don't think the marketing was particularly good for this film. As much as I've heard really good things about it. And I'm personally, I'm excited about it. 
Um, dropping from number one were to number two is Midway with 8.75 million. And coming in at number one, doing really well opening weekend, Ford versus Ferrari with 31 point, uh, well, 31 million. Um, that surprises me. I didn't think it'd do that well. Um, but when you've obviously got the likes of Matt Damon and Christian Bale, who are obviously great actors, it doesn't particularly surprise me in that aspect. And, um, yeah, a, a really strong weekend for Ford Rice for Ferrari that they'll be happy about. And I've only heard really, really positive stuff. I'm hopefully going to check it out this week. Um, and maybe there'll be a review for it. It depends on uh, my time this week. Um, but I'm really, really looking forward to it. Obviously, the other big news this week was the Joker crossed a billion globally, being the first R-rated film to do so, um, which is a huge achievement. Not necessarily um, blowing things out of the water. It makes sense that it's a character like the Joker that's been able to do this sort of thing. Um, it's a shame Taxi Driver didn't do it, because that's what Joker is. Um... We've got a few big releases coming up at the end of this week. Frozen 2, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and 21 Bridges all coming out this weekend. Um, Frozen 2 is obviously going to blow everything out of the water and going to have a huge, huge opening. Um, I imagine the other two will do a decent amount as well. Beautiful Day probably go, will go a bit under the radar. 21 Bridges will be that sort of uh, alternate um, content that... Uh, if you're not going to watch Frozen 2, that's what the other audience will be watching, 21 Bridges. Um, all of those films to looking forward to. Um, and that's it for this week's episode of In Case You Missed It. Like I said, a shorter one. Not many, much news to talk about. Just sort of headlines. Um, with the, where it's just, this is this. And not particularly much to talk about. Um, but feel free to tweet at Tommy, tweet at myself anything that I might have missed from this week's episode. Um, and as I said at the top of the episode, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, you can also find us on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Please go and rate and review, leave a comment on any of those. Um, and uh, we will see you next week. Goodbye.